0: Yemen? <laughs> mm, Yemen?
1: Yemen. <laughs> is, is Yemen delicious? I don't know. I don't think so. It might be. No. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to episode four of 8-Bit Bytes. We've been trying to record this episode for, I, I don't know, a month now? I
0: thought oh, you were going to no say 17 bad. minutes, <laughs> but Russia. we finally got the computer working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also oh, <God. laughs> Yeah, no, we just have had a hard time syncing up schedule, so we're going to try and do... Oh, uh, oh that was
0: awful. <laughs> Don't. Blow. Why is that coming? That's never come through when I've moved. Um, don't stop moving it. <laughs> it wasn't
1: my butt. Anyway, <laughs> we uh, are going to try and do this episode today if Dylan will stop moving his microphone stand, and now I have uh, to move my head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we're going to try and do another one in December, um, probably sooner rather than later, so that you guys can have a pre-Christmas. Uh, 8-Bit bytes because I know that's what everybody wants. It'll be like a present. It'll be like a present. For you. Our gift. From us. From us to you. Anyway, Episode 4, we are going to do some news. We're going to talk about how Nintendo won a $12 million lawsuit against some ROM sites. Uh, Walmart snagged some uh, exclusive Arcade 1-Up machines. And then Nintendo has added a bunch of games to the Switch Online service, those kind of old 8-Bit uh, type things that are part of that subscription. And uh, then, Hans, you're going to talk about your Arcade 1-Up. It... Uh, seems to be very short based on what I saw you playing during Extra Life. Is that uh, would,
2: would that sum it up? That is going to sum it up pretty much.
1: <laughs> All right. Then we've got, of course, a lovely topic. Uh, this one put to us by our good friend Vinny. And uh, then we have a question also from Vinny because I don't know it's it's a Vinny centric show most of our shows are kind of Vinny centric though to be honest so what the heck all right should we get started uh so Nintendo as you may recall I think we talked about this um a little while ago uh sued two rom sites just flat out of existence um these were these were pretty big ones too uh love retro and love roms were both big websites run um from what I understand, relatively profitably, they they were getting a ton of hits and getting a bunch of ad revenue. But uh, man, twelve million dollars, uh, and that yeah. was. And my understanding is that wasn't like a judge coming in saying you owing twelve million dollars. That was the settlement. That was what they said. Okay, hey, we're willing to we're willing to settle for twelve million dollars. That's that's a lot of
2: money. I wish I had that in the bank that I could say, you know what, that's okay. I'll just give you twelve million and you'll go away. That'd be you
1: Do, do you do you think that I mean, is that do you think it's an I can't imagine that's an amount they can pay? I mean, they were making money, but I don't think they were making twelve million dollar money.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean the, the the ROM scene is I mean, it's big, but I imagine it's not big enough for that. No. So
1: I mean ad revenue like you can make money selling ads on the internet, but not not 12 million dollars so that i will be very curious to see if we ever hear if nintendo got that back i wonder if it's also just like hey nintendo was happy that they went away you know that they didn't have to deal with it and they didn't have to take it to actual court which would probably end up costing them money since i can't imagine they're going to get a bunch back from these people um part of that's this also
2: interesting that uh uh, some of the other ROM sites are still up with, you know, there's a couple other really large ones out there that are up. I just went and looked and they're, you know, business as usual. So I'm wondering if Nintendo's going to continue now that they've got this judgment to to keep attacking them. Yeah.
1: And I mean, yeah. the reality is that I, I have to assume that Nintendo to a degree knows that, yes, there are ROM sites that are kind of the low hanging fruit, but. I mean, ROMs are also available via torrents. They're also available via Usenet. So it's not like, it wasn't like this judgment made, oh my gosh, there's just no ROMs on the internet anymore. There's, you know, there's always going to be ROMs on the internet. So I I don't, I I think that this was almost as much about defending copyright um, and not the copyright of the ROMs themselves, but the copyright of their. logos and their uh, intellectual property more than it was the ROMs themselves almost. As I recall, the like putting a ROM up is is worth a fine, but using Nintendo's logo illegally was actually worth a probably way fine. more. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is just one of those lawsuits they had to defend. You know, I mean when you think about it, like if you download a bunch of ROMs from a torrent site, you're just getting the ROMs. You're not getting, you know, the Nintendo logo and the box covers and all that kind of right. stuff. So I don't know. That is kind of funny. It's really weird, but man, that's a big judgment. And uh, again, you know, like we've talked about many times before, ROMs, yes, technically are legal. But at the same time, sometimes it's the only way to have any sort of archive of things that don't exist any other way. So it's a it's a gray area. It's a bummer that uh, it's a bummer, I guess, that. That the companies don't go like, "Hey, we recognize that there's a market for this," and instead we're just going to sell you hundred dollar
0: teeny pieces of plastic yeah.
1: for you know that have thirty games on it. So,
0: or maybe like tell us like, "Hey, don't worry, like we're going to figure out this cool new thing that makes our stuff immortal."
1: Yeah, well, that or just like, "Hey, we're going to have a shop and every one of these is going to cost a dollar, right? And you can download all of them, you know." And and I mean, there's obviously. Problems with that too, from who owns it and so on and so forth. But
2: whatever. I'm the sure. timing of this is weird, right? It's, so I mean, ROMs have been out there forever. Yep. Why now? What you know? It seems to coincide with the NES virtual stuff on right. the Switch. But why not when they did it with the Wii U or the Wii yep. or the? It's weird. Whatever came before. And that? you
1: just have no way of knowing what's in the minds of a huge company like that. There's just no way of knowing what their thinking is. So I guess you know all we can do is kind of keep an eye on it and see how we you know, where we come out and if they keep suing people or if they calm down after this and you know, you know too, that there's a lot of people that are getting raspberry Pis for Christmas that that's going to make things harder for. So we'll see. Uh, all right,
2: next up, um, tell us about Walmart and their arcade exclusives. So they, they actually, the arcade one up, which we'll talk about in a little bit, they actually have two exclusives. One of them is Pac-Man, um, which, you know, like for just Pac-Man, you know, it's Pac-Man and uh, Pac-Man, Super Pac-Man, or Pac Jr. I can't remember sure. which, but it's you know why not do Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man? Right. Those you know, I don't know why they didn't do it. I don't know if I'd spend two hundred fifty dollars on that. You know, after owning one, I might not spend two hundred fifty dollars or <laughs> more on any of them ever again. But that's another story.
0: That's a tease yeah. for the uh, the <laughs> review coming up.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting that Walmart's really going in whole hog on this. And if you've been to a Walmart, they've got them set up. They're, you know, seem to be selling well. So
1: that's an interesting. And, I mean, that that to me is a question just in general. I think it's interesting that Walmart is the is the place that the, that Arcade up thinks that their target market shops. Um, but but maybe it is. Maybe that's the you know kind of middle america you know nostalgia headquarters i mean i would think that these would almost be like a boutique item like that's i see like a 250 dollar arcade machine and i think like that's something that i would have expected to see at uh you know like brookstone back in the day not
2: and they're in the brookstone catalog yeah and or they're at best buy you know best buy got their own exclusive you know that's the one i've got so and like you know they are working with these folks
1: yeah it's it's an interesting idea that 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 Walmart is kind of the place to get some of this stuff though. So yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So so Pac-Man and then there's a, a final fight coming next year.
2: Yeah, so I think you actually, Dylan, I think you were asking for a final fight one or someone was mentioning like some kind of side scrolling beat 'em up yeah. and they're gonna have one. I'm not sure if it's exclusive to Walmart, but that's kind of the buzz I've heard. It's gonna be Final Fight, Ghosts and Goblins, 1944. Um, and Strider.
1: Wow, I am a big like, I, I don't know 1944 specifically, but I'm a big 1941 and
2: 1942 fan. Yeah, really, it's the same kind of thing. It's actually kind of strange, this one, right? Because it's three side scrolling beat em ups and then a top down oh, shooter. Sure. So yeah.
0: I don't really know those games, but they all have cool names. I mean, <laughs> you don't know Final Fight? Oh, that's. that's I, 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 I'm familiar, I guess, but not. You haven't. Those are, those are no games from my childhood. I guess is how I would say it. Like I I would be familiar with those games. But it's interesting stuff. It's interesting stuff.
1: Um, let's let's uh, let's pull forward since we're talking arcade one up. Uh, we'll we'll skip around a little bit. Tell us tell us about uh, how freaking short your console or your your arcade is.
2: Uh, well, there. I mean, my slightly taller than average five year old. It's perfect for him to stand at.
0: All I am right. not that old. <laughs> not um, that short.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, and they did give me the stand. I did get the Best Buy exclusive, which, you know, comes with 12 games instead of the two to four games. Um, it was a little bit more expensive, but, you know, I figure four games is kind of a rip off. Twelve yeah. games I'll pay for just, you know, see if it's any good. And quite honestly, this thing is flimsy. I mean, uh-huh. it's less than Ikea level. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about its longevity and there's a lot of pictures and tweets out there about, you know, joysticks basically breaking off and buttons failing after, you know, five, six hours of play on them. You can see lots of pictures of, you know, the the control panels have basically worn off the the graphics and uh, that's a a print malfunction on Arcade One-Up's part. To be fair, they will uh, send a new uh, control panel overlay for you, so... That won't have that problem, but you know, I got to tell you, I'm not that impressed. I mean, the, the height doesn't bother me, um, especially with the stand. It's almost tall as an arcade machine. They like to claim it's the. Uh, actually, I should send a picture of this to them. They like to claim that their the arcade one up on a stand is the same height as a regular arcade games <laughs> control panel. I I disagree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, how how tall are you? I am six three. Yeah, so you're that's gonna be rough anyway. Like I yeah I mean I'm six one and, and arcade machines are even a
0: little short for me. Yeah so that's that's tough. Yeah. And I, yeah, I could I probably sit on the floor and play it. Right. <laughs> like crisscross.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, during arcade one up or during extra life, I was on a stool and that worked. Or a camp chair that worked okay. You know? <laughs> I just remember
1: loading into his live stream and Hans is sitting there in a camp chair yeah. playing his
2: video game. I'm like, well, that's
1: that's not optimal, maybe. Okay. And it,
2: that, that's not on the stand, though, right? Or is that on no. the stand? Okay, good. No, that was not on the stand. I because. Uh, Honestly, it probably won't be on the stand very much because the little kids really do like it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, honestly, the the 12 games they included, and the reason I bought this one specifically was because it had a lot of very rare, older Atari games that, you know, I probably won't find or, you know, I don't have that much desire to have them. Yeah. But, you know, it's nice to play them and the controls are actually pretty decent you know the spinner and the trackball are actually you know the right controls so you know you're not loading up a rom in mame and trying to play it with keyboard and mouse right or whatever How uh, how was the setup was it pretty easy to put together it is like a piece of Ikea furniture. I mean, literally that's, it was so, just that. so bad, not
0: very easy to put together. And you don't <laughs> want to do it with someone else. Yes. It, it was two people.
2: It frustrated me, but now that I put one together, I could probably put together, you know, yeah. any more of them fairly quickly.
1: Do you, so do you think that's your, your one arcade one up purchase? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 That's too unless bad. they, unless they come out with something extremely good. I really wanted the rampage one. Yeah. Um, because it has Rampage and Gauntlet, and I really like the the three and four players on that. Granted, that's only three players on the arcade one-up, but you can't even fit two players next to each other, right? So yeah, fitting, I can't imagine. A, that's,
1: that's too is, bad. That's really too bad. Maybe 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 then there is a space for someone else to do this and do this better to make even full-size cabinets. I mean, cause that's that's something that I would really like is someone who who manufactured. Full size cabinets at like a retail price, um, and I, maybe maybe that's asking too much. But,
2: yeah, uh, I mean they're out there. There are a lot of people cutting reproduction cabinets. Um, they're in the twelve to fifteen hundred dollar range yeah. though. So and, that's what and sometimes thinking. the legality of that can be depending on what's actually in there. Driving things can yeah. be.
1: You know he, what I mean? Though, like it seems that there's a there's probably a market for a well done cabinet you know maybe maybe not arcade quality but a well done cabinet that costs $500 um especially if you could do some sort of 12 in 1 for $500 i don't know it's uh it, it's probably a probably a lot of it the problem is scale there's just only so many people willing to pay $500 right. for like, like that which which means that it costs $1500 instead of 5 so
2: i don't know yeah i mean the other issue and I'll be honest, moving video games is about the most terrible thing ever, right? They weigh three, four, six hundred 600 pounds, and this thing weighed 40. I could yeah. move it on my own. But, I mean,
1: so. that's the thing. It seems like you could do some – I mean, really, IKEA is the person to do
0: this, I think. They they, they need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just strange because I still don't – I'm still trying to figure out who this is for because it seems like it's for kids. Like, it's it's so small. Like, I really can't imagine – an adult being super excited about this yeah. I guess uh, especially when I saw like when I actually saw the image of like wh- like it I was like that it's smaller than even you think by reading yeah. the dimensions I guess um, and maybe that's is it something for an adult that has nostalgia for these games to share them with kids I guess and it's something that maybe it does break and you're not too torn apart about it I don't I don't know yeah. it's It seems strange, but I guess if I'm a big boy with a big boy job like maybe I should just invest in a nice (laughs) cabinet one day like if I want if I want that so I don't don't also foreshadowing it's good Uh,
1: all right wrapping up news uh, Nintendo has added a bunch of games to the switch online service um, in let's see it looks like uh, NES open tournament golf Solomon's Key and Super Dodgeball which is one of my very 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 favorite NES games came out in October Uh, and then we saw Metroid Mighty Bomb Jack and Twinbee uh, came out in November I believe those are already out, and then we're going to see The Adventures of Lolo, Ninja Gaiden, and Wario's Woods in December. Um, but one thing that, like, those are all great games, and I think that's awesome. Um,
2: I don't know. You have a Switch, right, Hans? I do. Do you have Nintendo Online? I do. Have you played around with them? I have. Uh, Twin B and Gradius are two of my favorites uh, from back in the day, so having those was was a treat so i've been playing a bunch of that and a bunch of super dodgeball as well Um, i'm really enjoying it
1: do you play them handheld or on a tv mostly handheld
2: i i you know and i played i
1: i did the trial i actually have not subscribed yet um and uh they seem really small on the the switch screen because they're four three um it seemed really strange playing something that tiny um (laughs) <laughs> There's so much wasted screen. But, I mean, it, it wouldn't probably be significantly better, I guess, on a TV. Wow, it would just be – I'd have a bunch of black space on the <laughs> TV. So I don't know. It's its interesting. But I, I haven't – I really want to play Super Dodgeball, though, because I have some really, really fond memories of that. Um, the thing I actually wanted to talk about, though, is actually – I think it's very interesting Nintendo's doing this. They've uh, released a special edition of Zelda and a special edition of Gradius, um, that are actually easier. Um, Gradius, I, th- I heard that it's, uh, it's mostly they give you extra power-ups in the final levels and have made that grind a little bit easier. Um, but uh Zelda it you start out with a lot more money, you start out with better weapons, better shields, better gear that takes a, a lot of more time to find uh so you can get rid of a lot of that that kind of grind. Um that's something that really is interesting to me because I love those games but I do not love I just don't have as much time as I did when I was 10 and could grind Legend of Zelda for days and days. I mean, I remember specifically Legend of Zelda, or the second Zelda game, so Zelda 2, there was a screen where... They would always spawn, you know, a couple of super low-level enemies, so you could, like, exit the screen and come back in and kill, 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 get your XP and your gold, then walk off the screen and come back on, kill. And you'd do that for hours, grinding up to better swords and better gear and better weapons, so I'm kind of intrigued by that. I would love to see that applied to... Um, a bunch of older games, actually. Um, Final Fantasy III, specifically. I'd love to get rid of the grind on that. What do you guys think about the like making making those
0: retro games easier for uh, a generation that wasn't exactly raised on that grind? Yeah, nor do, does that generation even want to uh, <laughs> participate in the grind, right. like you were saying. I,
1: I don't know if they want to participate in those games in general, but, right. but not the grind itself. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I think it... it This is none of these games are the games that anyone really like wants to play right now. You want to go play Red Dead Redemption Two because that's the new shiny thing. So it's cool to be able to go back and experience them at a pace that's reasonable to a human being because games are just different. Like oh yeah, they were that way for a reason. So you would actually get your value out of them, right? You would you get to play them and and put in all that time to actually conquer this difficult, challenging game. so there's no reason for it to be like that. Anymore, well, and so. I mean back in
1: the day too, like I got Zelda 2. I don't I never actually owned it. I like it was a I don't think I don't know if people do this now, but when I was a kid, like it was a big thing to because we had access to f- so few games, like I'd trade my games with my cousins. Like mm-hmm. we'd get something and then we'd beat it and then we'd trade games with our cousins and like some of my friends and stuff so we could have new games. But I don't I've I haven't done that with anybody in decades probably so i think you have access to with things with game pass and just the the you know games of gold yeah especially now now that you know i mean zelda might have been the only game i played except for renting something you know on a weekend or whatever for months you know the number of times i've beat super mario and that's not because i mean mario is a great game but i don't know if the you know i've probably beat that game over a
2: hundred times just because it was what you had
1: (laughs) so i don't know what do you think hans
2: I, you know, I can't wait to show Logan and Walter these, you know, exactly what you said. I mean, it's exactly the thing you've been harping on for a regular episodes, you know. You've <laughs> talked about how you want an easy mode, right? Yep. You just want to see the story, you want to see the game, experience it. I think it's pretty awesome. Same, same.
1: All right. Uh so let's get right into uh our topic today. Like I said, this comes from Vinny. I thought it was actually really good. So, he said that this is this is specifically aimed at Hans. Um he wants to know, you know, what what made you think like man I should put an arcade in my basement What was the what was the first cabinet you had What made you get that one And what made you uh, What kind of drove you to to this lifestyle and Then he actually has a follow up for for Dylan and I it's If we were to start down this path to madness uh, You know what 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 would we collect first So so tell us tell us your story What's your origin story Hans Colon Origins
2: It is uh, most definitely a path of madness. Um, I guess, you know, I'm I'm very fueled by nostalgia, right? You know, I'm in my early 40s and I grew up in the arcades. They were what I did on TV. You know, I was telling everybody in Discord that Silver Spoons, you know, I saw this kid <laughs> and his dad. He had an arcade in his living room. I was like, yep. is that possible? <laughs> you know, and I dreamed about that forever. And uh, one day in around college, you know, me and my buddy were living together and we saw something on – uh, an old classified site, you know when the internet was first blooming um about a uh at the time it was an esWAT, which was an old Sega side scrolling beat 'em up kind of like Robocop, and so the guy wanted fifty bucks for it, and I said, Oh, hey, this is amazing, so I got fifty bucks together and went and bought it and uh, it didn't work, so I fixed it up, figured out how to fix it up, and actually turned it into a double dragon because that was the coolest game ever back Dude, then.
1: That's awesome. And so, what uh, year? So, that was 20 something years ago.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 probably 20 exactly so 20 late, years late ago, 90s.
1: Okay, yeah, and that so was your first
2: game. That was, and then basically, we got really sick of double dragon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because double dragon's real easy to beat once you have unlimited quarters and it's only about a 15 minute game
1: but it's really really hard to beat without unlimited quarters
2: (laughs) oh yeah most definitely so you know eventually we were moving and as a kid i was moving a bunch and realized that was terrible idea and i hated the idea of it and i didn't really have money you know as much money and i decided to get rid of it oh so you don't still have it no, I do not have that bummer. anymore, which is a huge bummer because what I didn't realize at the time was the e had actually been converted from a rampage, which is something I've been looking for for years. <laughs> so I actually owned a rampage in my stupidity, sold it, not oh, realizing what sucks. it was.
0: So
1: I guess, so did you, did you make a profit on it when you sold it?
2: Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> uh, but you know, then, you know, Oh goodness. Uh, you know, 10 years later or something, I had a stable job and, uh, one of my buddies at work, I have a couple of friends at work that both uh, collect and restore pinball machines. That's kind of what they do on the side. Sure. Um, and they had a Pac-Man they wanted to sell. And I said, well, and so Pac-Man was my second first game. <laughs> um, and you still have that Pac-Man. Yeah, I do. And right. I haven't sold any well, I did sell Crystal Castles, but yeah, I haven't sold anything that's come down in the basement has stayed in the basement, is what I said. So
1: let's be honest, and you sold that because you're very wrong about how good of a game Crystal Castles is. Correct. I do not enjoy Crystal Castles at all. So. <laughs> and that is incorrect.
2: Um That damn bear.
1: <laughs> so so now tell me, um so you're up to how many games now?
2: Oh uh, about twenty-five. That's a lot.
1: Um so if if someone wanted to go down uh, you know this this new path to madness what's what's the best way to do it like if i if i so if i was to get a arcade game um i would probably lean towards something like actually what i would really love is i would love um and you'll know better what they're called but the the ones that are X-Men or uh, the Simpsons, or uh, the kind of my side-scrolling beat 'em ups, yeah. yeah. So those. you've got and that's a big machine, though. I would not actually buy one of those, but yeah, I, I love those games. I love 1942. I love Spy Hunter. Um, it'd be kind of fun to have one of those like Neo Geo ones that had a bunch of games in it. If, if it doesn't matter, like there's there's so many choices. The choices are nearly endless. If I was to do that, how how do you how do you go about starting a hobby like this?
2: Well, I mean. it's always good to look back and say, Oh, look at that. It was so much nicer back then. Right. Nowadays, um, it's actually somewhat hard because the barcade scene and all the people my age are thinking nostalgic too, and they want games in their basement. So, um, the barcade scene and things like that are snapping them up pretty quickly, unfortunately, and raising the prices. So, you know,
1: uh,
2: is this something though that like, uh, you know, my
1: assumption is that for the most part, without paying a huge amount of shipping, you're talking, staying relatively local. Oh, yeah. Um, so is it a it, Craigslist thing? Is it an eBay yeah, thing? It's is it a Facebook Marketplace? eBay. EBay's, eBay?
2: Okay. eBay is really bad. Um, uh, Facebook, actually. There's a lot of really good local and statewide Facebook groups. I'm part of one. Oh, that's, really? Uh, yeah. The Indiana, Indiana has a group of about well, – I'd say there's probably 150 of us now. Um, some, you know, only have one or two games or some guys are into pinball or some guys are into consoles. But, you know, we have a pretty good network here in Indiana, Kentucky and Illinois where and Ohio, actually, there's a bunch of different groups and we all talk to each other. And if something does pop up, you know, uh, we let each other know pretty quickly. And I think that's where you probably want to start. Um Seattle's a really good place, sure. you know, to start looking for things like that.
1: I'm buying a house next year, so I'll try and find a house that has room for at least one arcade machine. Like, I think it's something I have to own at some point. I'm going to have to, the, the, like I said, the, the, the follow up was which one would you buy? And having the world essentially be my oyster right now, it would be very, very, very hard for me to choose one. Um, I don't, I don't know what that would be. It would be, that, that would be really hard. So I'll have to, I'll have to keep thinking about it, but man, I have so many, so many good memories of, of those games. Um, when when you when you buy games, like I know a lot of your stuff is 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 very classic. It's the Pac Man stuff. Do you have like newer arcade games? Because I mean, arcade games kept being made. Well, in th- I mean, obviously
2: they still oh they made still them are now. made. Um, but, I mean, my newest are my pinball machines, right? So yeah. my Ghostbusters was made in twenty seventeen, and my Guardians of the Galaxy was made just this year. So
1: what about like I mean, actually, arcade games? I think arcade games to me at some point in time stopped being. Uh, or at least my impression is that most newer arcade games actually tend to be uh, like gun games uh, where you have a light gun and you're shooting at stuff. But previous to that, like I, I want to think like late 90s, they were still making newish arcade games, right? Early 2000s? Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, you had a lot of fighters still, yeah. things like that. Yeah, because I mean so. I, yeah,
1: I played Virtua Fighter 2. I played that kind of stuff. Are those are, are newer arcade games as available as older arcade games or is it you know one versus the other? Do you see one pop up? for sale more often than the others?
2: Um, it, it really depends on how many were made of each kind. You oh, know, There true. are a lot of Pac-Mans out there. There are a lot of virtual fighters. There are a lot of uh, lethal enforcers. There's you <laughs> could, there's so many lethal enforcers out there. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's quite honestly, I mean, I've done this for now. I think I've been really seriously collecting again for about 10, 12 years. Sure. And it's Taken me that long to get this collection, and I I'm only this large because I got lucky and found a a huge barn full of them a few years ago. So how uh I found. Yeah. How easy is the electronics on that? Like
1: obviously a lot of the ones you get need work. Um, and I know you've said in the past that like the internet is great because you can get all of the little resistors and doodads and parts and stuff and, and order them. Is Are they pretty easy to work on or are they kind of kind of rough? I mean am I going to need to like get some sort of electrical engineering degree if I want to fix up an arcade machine?
2: That's funny. Um, my good friend who helps me with these is an ele- – he's an EE. He graduated <laughs> with an EE degree. So yes and no. Um it helps. It helps having a basic understanding of electronics and electricity. Um, YouTube is amazing because you can pretty much learn how to do any of this stuff just by YouTube. Um, and a lot of what you're going to be doing is, you know, soldering to replace capacitors and transistors and things like that. And you know, you can find, you know, tear apart an old Xerox machine or something or a VCR and just start so- unsoldering and desoldering, right, resoldering things back onto it just to see you know, to practice. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um I've done a lot of that just, you know, to hone my skills. And I'm still, you know, we'll be doing a what we call a cap kit on a monitor where you replace all the, you know, capacitors. And that could be maybe thirty to fifty on a monitor. Wow. Um and my buddy will have ten of them done in the time I'll have one done. So it's (laughs) It's humbling, but it's fun and you yeah. learn and you know, like I said, YouTube, there's so many good EE things on YouTube and you know, you can figure it out pretty quick. And this as long as you have the schematics, most of these old things are fixable, right? That's I mean, cool. That's really cool. Uh, Dylan, what
1: would you what would your one arcade machine be?
0: It would either be a pinball machine yeah. or a beat 'em up or like metal slug, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Virtual the Fire. The Neo Geo is a good that's a good choice because you yeah. get like Metal Slug and there's Samurai Showdown and Bust a Move. There's just so many good well, I, games, I Neo like Geo games, move. in
1: there. Yeah. I uh, I want a skee machine too. Like Hans has got a skee machine. Yeah. I really want a skee ball machine. They take a lot of room. It's it's the one thing I could easily 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 convince my wife that we needed them. <laughs> like she loves skee ball, so I you know I think Virtua Fighter would be a cool one to have. That's Virtua Fighter is the only fighting game that I've beat in the arcade. I have beat one and two in the arcade, and, and used to be pretty good at it. Like not great, but good enough to beat the game. So that uh, that'd be a fun one to have too. Um, all right, so I think we're going to move on to questions now because unfortunately we got kind of a limited time frame today uh, because scheduling during. This time of year apparently is horrible. Um, Vinny, do you want to do? Do you want to want me to read it? Yeah. Well, you you could read it, or you could just do. Hey, yo, Vinny. There you go. It's good. It's good. Uh, so Vinny wants to know what is – and this is this is a great question, and I'm very excited for Hans to answer this. What is one arcade game that you feel personally bridged the gap between arcade gaming and home entertainment console gaming? I mean such as what game on co- – <clears throat> he means what game on cabinets pushed the limits so far that it needed to be brought home to a home console? Now tell,
2: tell Vinny why he's wrong, Hans. Well – He's wrong because, I mean, have you ever tried to play Pac-Man on an Atari? You know, it's the original Atari Pac-Man, and those ports from the arcade were just incredibly bad. Yeah. Um, and that's because the Atari, right, they were trying to do – it had to have general hardware and then, you know, a cartridge-based system, whereas, you know, every arcade game in the arcade, they had massive motherboards with very specific equipment and components on them. So the graphics – for many years there were much better in the arcade than at home. Yeah, I would, uh, I would say that it didn't catch up until probably the PS1 era. Well, I, I'll, I'll go back a little bit even. And I personally think the Nintendo is kind of what started the arcade downfall, right?
1: I, I, would, I would agree that it was the thing that started the arcade downfall. But the, the, the level of games in the arcade were still better than the ones on the consoles. They just were less accessible,
2: I'd give you that. Yeah. I just with the Nintendo, right? When you had Super Mario Brothers at home, and you went to play it, and it was the exact same Super Mario Brothers, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, the the my versus cabinet is basically a Nintendo board with yeah. a cartridge in it.
1: I was shocked though when I went and played Altered Beast. Um, like, and I've played the like the arcade main version of it, and then I've played the like NES version and the the first all the game came out on every system on the planet. I've played the Genesis version and the SNES version, all of them and and the arcade one is by far the best and looks the best and has the best animation and the best everything. I mean, I I think that that the I think the answer to this question is is that I don't know. I don't know if there's any ever an arcade game that needed to go to the home console to be better.
2: Yeah, no, I think I agree with you. Yeah, and I think, you know, the PlayStation 1, although, you know, you had – you're, you were talking just a minute ago about Virtua Fighter and that yeah. looked better in the arcade. So, well,
1: Virtua, Fighter, Virtua Fighter was an, I mean, Intel, well that was uh, it's like a Saturn game, so and I mean, that game ran 60 frames a second at, I mean, I don't know what the resolution was, it probably wasn't great, but I mean, that was a locked 60, it ran gorgeously in the arcade, that game was beautiful, so you're probably right, even probably past the PS1 era, it was, uh, it was hard to emulate that arcade feel on a on home console it was, the home console version was almost Almost always worse. Um, with with some exceptions, I think. Until probably probably the late nineties. I when did the Saturn come out? Probably late nineties, early two thousands. I don't remember exactly. I had one, but I probably late nineties. So um, and then I think that arcades turned into something different, like I said, where, where nowadays the arcade experience is bigger, better, more explosive, more peripherals, more, you know, sound, more interactivity that you just can't yeah. get on a
2: home console anymore either. So Or redemption games.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, going to arcades these days, man, if you're not going to a barcade, it's uh, – if, if what you're going to is a um, – oh, what's the place? Dave & Buster. Buster's. Dave & Buster's or you go to a –
0: Game works. Um, game
1: works. Like, man, they're 50% redemption games, if not more. And then 90% some sort of thing where you shoot at things, which yeah. Yeah, which are fine. But once you've done it once, you've kind of done it a lot. So, uh-oh, Adam's walking, giving me the evil eye as he walked past the window. So we, we, might, we might have to wrap this up. I did play Whack-A-Minion. Oh, see, Wacky Media, I can get behind. I'm actually, there's a new Doom one, too, that I really want to see. It's yeah. Big.
0: It looks there's big. some
2: cool stuff. But yeah. have you seen the uh, 360 Star Wars sit down in it with the projectors behind you?
1: Uh, they have one of the GameWorks by us, and it's broken. So last no, time I tried it, no. was broken. So I want to check that out. Ooh. Or not GameWorks, they have it at uh, Dave and Buster. So I want to check that out. But uh, I don't know. What's uh, what's your favorite game that you've played that you thought had a, a good arcade version and a good uh, a good home version?
2: Castlevania. Oh, I don't think I've ever
1: played Castlevania in the arcade.
2: It's, ex- I mean, it's exactly exactly the same. The same.
1: Yeah, that'll yeah. work.
2: I mean, it's a, it's like the Super Mario Brothers in the arcade. They made Nintendo made them slightly harder, so you'd feed quarters into yep.
1: them. Yep. I was a big fan of uh, Street Fighter II. That was a good one. I played I played it a lot in both locations in the arcade and at home on the SNES.
2: I, you know, but that that goes back to the in the arcade you had the buttons and the joist, the the competition joysticks and versus playing it on a SNES controller, you know?
1: Oh, I guess some of you didn't have competition joysticks at home, did you? Oh. Hmm. oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not own one my cousin did. I loved it. It was great. (laughs) Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah good 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 all right well uh thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you hans for calling in we appreciate it um you're really what makes eight bit bites work <laughs> so uh you uh can join us here about once a month if you want to ask questions you want to suggest topics i think next time we're going to talk about fighting games right Be-
2: or fighting games or beat-em-ups or both? it was dylan's choice which one i can't remember
0: I think we're I think when we discuss exactly what I think we'll we'll kind of have some sort of fighting beat 'em up thing. Genre. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a, a deep dive into genre. Yeah, I
1: think going into 2019, we're going to do a lot more genre work, and then uh, next one after that, we're going to talk about Disney video games in uh, celebration of Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out. So, that is what you have to look forward to. You can always join us on our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, If you go to bitemepodcast.com, you can see our Facebook, all that stuff. Anything else you guys want to say before we go? Bite me!